saw the dog, didn't you? What dog? The black dog. You mean like the Led Zeppelin song? No, Cruz knows what I'm talking about, don't you? I've heard truckers talk about it on the yard. They say it comes when you've been on the road too long and pushing too hard. When you get greedy. They say it comes to take everything away from you. And it did. I was, um, hauling a load up from Atlanta on my sixth rate Georgia run. It was my daughter's birthday and I thought I could make it home in time. I was on this long, dark stretch of I-75 with nothing to look up at the white line when I saw it. Welcome to Generation Laws, the show about movies with Bryn and Jeremy. And this week with good friend of the show, longtime friend of mine, Nick Milton. Thank you. <laughs> Welcome to the How show, doing, everybody. Man? We have not been talking before this. No. What this you week, hear is what's happened. We've we never, are coming in cold. Yeah. I've never met Nick. <laughs> never met Nick before. <laughs> Me, I've known Nick my whole life right. just through community service. But have mm-hmm. <laughs> we've we've volunteered at soup kitchens together and born in a cigarette factory. Wasn't he was born like, in a cigarette factory. That the, the backstory you gave me on your other podcast. That's true. Yes, you were born in a cigarette factory. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky strikes and yeah, Nick Melton. Absolutely forgot about that. Uh, welcome, Nick. Thank you for coming I'm on. Glad the show. to be here. It's been um, <laughs> it's been a couple weeks since I've seen you. I know. Um, how has your post quarantine been? It's all right. It's all right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are, you, are you doing stand up again? Are you like out like doing stand up? Uh, I got booked on some shows and I've done those. I haven't done any open mics. Good. I've had a lot of comedians ask me if I want to come out with them to open mics, and I'm like, Ooh. I had one today. I had a, <laughs> a very funny comedian ask me. He was like, "Hey, do you want to come? Are you back out there?" And I'm like, "No. Uh, maybe. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see about the mics." <laughs> but is it a, like a look? It's been quarantine. I'm done with it. I, all I want to do is regular shows, or are you just sort of like not wanting to grind at all anymore? I just, I would do an open mic if I thought it was a worthwhile open mic. Okay. Right. I'm just past the point of showing up to a mic and looking inside and being like, these ones? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> these are the ones? <laughs> no. <laughs> I went and did a bar mic. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I was on uh, Good For You, a very funny show. And uh, what neighborhood is that? In Brooklyn? It's in Bushwick, yeah. Bushwick? It sounded Gold Sounds. Yeah. Gold Sounds, yeah. It's a Gold Sounds. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, a couple days before it, I was like, well, I got a couple new bits. Let me just go to this mic. I found out there was a mic at a bar around the corner from where I live. So I was sure. like, I show up, and I mean, I was telling this to people afterwards, like while I was there. I was saying there's so many things about stand-up when you do it long enough that you just like, you tell yourself like, I get it. I know how this is going to go. Right. And even if you do know... <laughs> It never, you're never ready. Emotionally. Emotionally. (laughs) For instance, I got there, I walk up to the sheet, and I'm thinking to myself, like, I walked past it the week before, and I was like, oh, this is a packed mic. So I'm like, when I walk in, I'm like, okay, probably, I'm I'm a little late to getting here. I'm probably going to be at a point in the mic I don't want to be at. I walk up, I'm 20th. Okay. Right there, I'm like, "Eh, I don't like that. Yeah. Even though I told myself I was probably going to end up there. I don't like that. 20th is a terrible spot. Yeah. Then I walk to the back and I go, I see a comedian I know and I go, hey, how much time is it? And he goes, everybody does seven minutes. Oh! <laughs> 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 I know. I... <laughs> So so mad for you. Well, the nice thing was because, <laughs> because it's by my apartment. Sure. Oh, you can go home. I went to the gym. Oh. <laughs> came back from the gym. I was at the gym for an hour and I think 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, shit, I should get back. I walk in. The same comedian who I asked how much time. I go, hey, how close are you to going up? He's like, I think there's still like five before me. Jesus. And I'm like two after him. And I'm like, 
All right, well, I'm just gonna go home then. Yeah, so I, I was gonna home. say like five is still too many. Yeah, so I'm I go not home. Around I'm for that. sitting on my couch watching TV. Like I got my timer set on my phone. Like <laughs> when I have to leave, I come back. There's just like nobody. Some edge lord. I'm not even gonna say his name. He's a comic. That, Do I know him? I don't know if you know him. He kind of got into it a little bit. Like okay. when you're on when you're. But he's like just total uh, red pill, blue pill. <laughs> yeah, you guys are sheeple. Like, but like Long Island dickhead, and not okay. funny, right? and short, <laughs> and not funny, and not funny. Importantly, and not, not funny. funny. Importantly, yeah. um, and he's up there, and like people are just like loving it, and I'm like, all right, this is not my room. <laughs> I just know this is not my room. So I told myself right before I go up, I'm like, hey, there's only now like six people in the room, and two of them are not here for the mic. They're here to just drink and watch the baseball game. Yeah. This is not going to go well. You're not <laughs> going to get laughs. And you've been there before. You know what that feels like. Mm-hmm. It's fine. And I went up, and the first joke I did is a joke that's worked every single time I've ever done it in front of a real audience. And it got nothing. Okay. And I was telling somebody this afterwards. I was like, it's this feeling. The only thing I can compare it to is if you've ever, for a guy, if you've ever told a woman you love her. Mm-hmm. And she just stares at you. Oh, like if a woman didn't say anything <laughs> back after yeah. you said "I love you," that's the feeling of a joke not hitting. And in the same way that, like, I immediately was like, in that situation, you'd be like, "They just didn't. She didn't hear me." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let yeah. me say it. The thought. I let me said, let me like, say I love you again. So she here's was the stunned. next joke. Yeah, <laughs> and then it's still nothing. And now you're just sitting in a room with someone who you know doesn't love you. Yeah, she must have thought I said I love Jews. And so she was like, who doesn't? It's weird that you said that like that. So Who doesn't? Now They're I have... hilarious. <laughs> now I have more questions. So yeah, comedy's good. Yeah. Mm, it's back. Yeah. So um, uh, I saw that show at, the, at Gold Sounds and it was a great time. Everybody did a good time. Were you at the one that we... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You were the one CW killed. You killed. CW, who, by the way, uh, will not talk to me again. Why? (laughs) I don't know. He probably heard me on your show uh, making fun of him a little bit. (laughs) Probably not. He's he's a fragile boy. CW (laughs) is my co-host for my podcast. Yeah, which is called... Uh well it's coming to an end we're gonna start a new one so there's no point <laughs> do you have a name for the new one yet no we haven't come up with a name yet we're trying to come God, up with something we're so bad at this I know yeah so bad trying Nick is here to promote his non-existent podcast yeah which is follow t- me on two uh, Instagram Nick yeah. Milton C there you go there you go yeah, that's how you find out about stuff great uh so Nick what what else have you been watching this week aside from what we came here to when talk you about? when you were when you were anxiously waiting for your seven minute set what were you throwing did you on? do all seven <laughs> no I did like three okay because I'm a human yeah. <laughs> I have compassion for other people and their time um I watched uh actually before I came here I watched uh T2 okay wow the James of, Cameron classic one of my favorites I could watch Terminator. There's, I was, I was actually talking about this with a buddy of mine the other day. I said there's these movies that, uh, and uh, this isn't like a, I'm not coming up with something new here. Like the classic of, if it's on, it doesn't matter what part of the film it's in. Oh sure, yeah, you're locked in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And for me, those movies are T2, Predator, okay. I love Predator, uh, Boogie Nights, okay, oh hell yeah, and Pulp Fiction. All right, I feel like those four movies. And also, they're movies that I've seen on a million times. Like sure, on yeah. And you can pop it in at any you can, point. And yeah, you're like, you can, yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. I'm, I'm with it here. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, Predator is a great this week one also. Predator, I feel like any moment of it, I'm like, oh, yes. <laughs> I love probably stop part, what I'm yeah. doing if Predator is <laughs> I always, on. I always think about with Predator, and this is like one of those things that I'm like, because uh, what made me think about this was uh, I listened to a podcast about T2, mm-hmm. and they brought up something that I think I was too young to know because I didn't really see T2 in the theaters, and I don't think. I saw it like on HBO or something. Yeah, I think I saw it on like VHS or something. And like at that age, I wasn't really a cognizant of Terminator 1. Mm-hmm. Um, but apparently in like the, uh, in the uh, advertising of Terminator 2, they didn't tell you that Arnold's the good guy. Right. Right. So like there's this whole thing of like if you went to see the movie, you don't really know until a certain point that Arnold's the good guy. Right. Because you just think like maybe, oh, there's two coming after the kid this time. 
So right. like they have to beat Arnold plus this other guy, but then yeah. when you see they're battling, that changes it. That's what the two is for. Exactly. There's two, two Terminators. Terminators. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Judgment Day. Judgment Day. And Judgment Day, where they both judge you. They're, they're both judges. Or but bailiffs, I, even. I don't know. I always think about like how my dad took me to movies when I was a kid, and my dad never like put any thought into what the movie was, except right. for like, he just be like, yeah, we're going to this. And I'm thinking <laughs> about, like especially too, before the internet, if you're somebody who's at a movie theater and you see there's a movie called Predator, and you're just like, oh, what's that? And then you go in... Like the first twenty minutes of that movie, yeah. you're just like this is like a this is like a missing in action or like a like a commando type film. Yeah. And then that turn when you're like, Oh, there's an alien. What the fuck is that? Yeah, my yeah. dad used to talk about that all the time, like watching that movie for the first time mm-hmm. when he was in the theater, just being like, Wait, what is this movie? Yeah. <laughs> like he thought it was like maybe there's some sort of high tech mm-hmm. like because where are they? They're in like... They're in like the jungle. They're in like yeah. uh, like Venezuela or something. Yeah, of course. I, I Colum- think they're like, like some... Costa Rica? Like some like Southern Asia, I think. Oh, okay. Um, but Somewhere in the, the tropics. Like la- That's my favorite. Is Jesse Ventura, whenever Schwarzenegger <laughs> yeah. picks up the truck, what the fuck? I always forget that you have like the perfect Jesse Ventura voice. <laughs> he's, he's dug in deeper than an Alabama tick. <laughs> The, the the unquotable I always like from that one is just anytime. That's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> so anytime anybody says something That's like, "Hey, one. thanks," I'm always like, anytime. and in my head, it's from <laughs> my my roommate used to always quote uh, Carl Weathers whenever Jesse spits on his shoe. Uh, oh yeah, my roommate, yeah, and he would do the act out too, where he'd lean into you and he'd go, like, he'd like give you the finger to come over, uh-huh. and when you get over, he'd be like, "Real nasty habit you got there." <laughs> <laughs> That's Predator be- is just such a great movie. It's so movie. good. I love Predator, man. What John McTiernan was on a roll at that time. But T2 is also really good. I didn't I didn't watch it until much later, but I did know that kid when I was like seven years old. Are you old. serious? Edward Furlong was like my neighbor because I grew uh, up in LA. So he, we, I remember like he was like, hey, I was in a movie. I was like, cool. What movie <laughs> is it? He was like, it's called Terminator 2. Here's a playing card of my face. <laughs> and it, <laughs> And he just like handed it to me. I was like, "Cool, Ed. <laughs> Neat. <laughs> Thanks." And I I had it for like a long time. Dude, oh, what is man. with movies of that era and the Capri Sun effect? What other movie besides that has Capri Sun effect? Uh, Space Jam, which I watched last week. The that, the aliens turn oh. into Capri First Sun. Space Jam, and they shoot into Still the faces. Up. No, it does not. No, it does <laughs> not. Yes, it does. Them. No, it does not. I, I just it. watched it. it. I enjoyed sucked it. Ass. I enjoyed it. <laughs> I enjoyed it. <laughs> you liked it way more than the set, the new one. Oh, wow. I haven't watched the new one the yet. New I was going to watch it this week. That looks really. LeBron bad. James is a shitty dad in it. Like that's the oh, is he really? that's the crux is oh, that he's he, a terrible dad and he becomes a better father. And he becomes a better father. Oh, but answer this: that do, sucks. do they do they try to play down his wealth? Mm. Do, when they show his home life, does he live in like a gigantic mansion? Gigantic he... mansion. Okay, because you remember in the first <laughs> Space Jam, this was like the weirdest thing to me. In the first Space Jam, they um, he's renting. Oh, is that what he's doing? No, is that I'm why just, it is? No, I'm, no, I'm just saying. Because <laughs> they, 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 they show his house and he lives in like just like a regular ass suburban home in like the middle of Chicago. Like, Well, because Michael Jordan's the kind of guy that he doesn't let, you know, being great get to his head. Right. Yeah. Whereas, if yeah. you've watched the documentaries about him, that's clear. Oh, sure. Yeah. He yeah. loves to. He's he humble. Lo- he's a very humble, humble guy. guy. Very humble guy. He's very like, he he lives within his means. Mm-hmm. You know, he's not known for being like yeah. flagrant with money at yeah, all. Yeah, getting his father shot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because, of a, because of a gambling debt. Yeah. That'll <laughs> happen, to, you know, if you're in that situation. That's definitely, that was, that was the original idea for Space Jam 2. <laughs> <laughs> Save your was dad. him in the Looney Tunes avenge his father's murder? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, Incredible. I think they should have went with that. Michael because... put money on the Monstars, <laughs> and he couldn't pay up. And they so came Danny after Danny DeVito, dad. alien character, went <laughs> yeah. and murdered his dad. <laughs> oh man! Incredible. Well, anyway, what did you watch this week? Uh, wow! Thanks for asking. Bro. You're welcome, Jeremy. <laughs> I've been watching the Netflix show Atypical. Really? Um, okay. What's it about? Is, it is uh, it is about a family where the son is autistic and um, mm-hmm. the daughter is gay and the dad is Michael Rappaport. <laughs> and... <laughs> 
Is that real? I'm not kidding you. This is absolutely the show. And it has got to be one of the most offensive portrayals of autism I've ever seen on film. The first season is like fairly sensitive and like like wow. really treats the the character. The main character is the autistic kid. That's the atypical part. Okay, he's the main character. He's these neuroatypical. And in the first season, they really are like very respectful about it and take it very seriously. <laughs> By the third season or fourth season, whatever it is now. So he, his autism thing is he's into penguins, right? And <laughs> now he's like, I want to go to Antarctica and be around penguins. And everyone's like, you should do that. Follow your dream, right? We would love for you not to be in the house. <laughs> one, of the, one of the most offensive things I've ever seen around autism is that is he has a girlfriend and she's like, we never have sex anymore. And he's like, I'm too interested in my drawings. <laughs> Did you know penguins have cloacas? So, so she's like, how do I get him? How do I? How do I get him to have sex with me? And like his how friend's old is this girlfriend. Kid? He's like uh, in college. Okay. Um, and so his friend's girlfriend is like, oh, you just have to figure out like what turns him on, like what what's going to turn him on and get him get him fucking get him going and whatever. She literally dresses up as a penguin no, fuck and you. does, no. a, and does a little a penguin joke. dance. She dresses up as a penguin and does a little penguin dance, and he fucks her. Are <laughs> That's you what they put in serious? the show. <laughs> And people That's are what's in the fucking show. In the Predator, the new Predator film. Okay. Oh, Predators. Predators. Oh, yes. And remember the whole reason why he has the magical autistic son who like figures out how to kill the Predator, right? And then there's the whole thing where they're like, "Your son is the next evolution of yes. people." Yes. Yes. I remember when, <laughs> I was like, the next evolution. You're that right. Is scarier than Predators <laughs> is that the hundred years away from the entire world being autistic. <laughs> And it's that's not how, a, that's how society comes to an end is no one mates. <laughs> yeah, they're just like doesn't seem rational. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like I mean, at least it's not the like autistic kids are Vulcans. Yeah. Like it's just like I'm super intelligent. Oh no, I he's don't... also like that. Oh great. And there's and he's the actor is not really autistic, and neither are any of the other autistic people in the show, as far as I know. What about the good doctor? Have you ever seen that? No, I've never seen that. The what autistic doctor show? Doctor Quinn Medicine Woman. Is that what it's about? Is it uh, <laughs> It's like that? No, the Good Doctor. I think it's called The Good Doctor. Okay. I think that's what it is. You could look this up. I'm looking it it's up. It's about an autistic doctor who's <laughs> yeah. like also Doogie Howser. Oh, he's like, like House. Okay. Yeah, it's kind of like House, but like autistic. Oh, and yeah. There's an episode where there's a fire in the hospital, and they have to literally tell this kid not to go into fire. <laughs> <laughs> he's a doctor. <laughs> And it I'm says, like John Murphy, a young autistic surgeon who has savant syndrome, relocates from a quiet life to join the surgical unit at the prestigious San Jose Hospital. Uh, yeah, so it's just about an autistic surgeon. Who's... I don't know if it's prestigious. That's where Kanye West's mom died. Oh, R.I.P. Johnny. He bet on the monsters. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> he bet on the monsters. All comes full circle. Yeah, and this kid, this kid didn't know what pain was. <laughs> <laughs> like they're like, no, you can't go in there. There's it's when water. your arm goes out, and he's like, oh, I know that. <laughs> All I know is how open heart surgery, yeah, and eat hot chip and lie. Well, uh, speaking of, um, <laughs> um, you know, speaking of Chinese Muslims, yeah, Michael Rapaport is absolutely terrible on that show. He's also terrible in real life. That guy he is, sucks. Yeah. He really sucks, and he's never been good at anything. No, I've never seen him be funny. In he's the guy who's like, "Ma, the anything. cat. It's a weird eyes." Like the fucking redhead guy who's always yelling. Yeah, on, uh-huh. on Instagram. Okay. Uh huh. Yeah, and he's he's he gets into fights with rappers all the time, <laughs> and like basketball players and stuff. And he's like, yeah. "I'm real New York." <laughs> So it's insane, and you're watching it basically to laugh at it. Well, I watched the first season because I liked it, and now I'm watching it because it's like you get like I'm like packing because I'm moving at the end of the month, and so it's like once you get to the end of packing for the diet, and you're like so fucking tired, and you're just like I don't know, just throw whatever Put anything on. on, yeah, just something <laughs> that's like a half hour long that I could watch before I pass out. Mm-hmm. Watch Black Summer. Black Summer. Uh, that's the Netflix zombie show. Oh, it's the only good zombie thing since like the second or third season of walking dead okay i highly recommend that black summer it's two seasons in it's got good reviews yeah set in the z nation universe that's the thing i didn't know 
what Z Nation was. I don't After know. After the that first is. season, I was like, oh, well, let me watch Z Nation. Z Nation stinks. <laughs> Black Summer is really awesome. They do a lot of like fake one shots. Okay. Where oh, it's fun. like a this. whole action sequence where like they're kind of making you think it's all one shot, but there's clear like cheats yeah, they yeah, have. Yeah. But there's a lot of those, like a lot of intense moments where it's like just. What is Z Nation? It's uh, is it Canadian. It's a sci fi show. Oh. I think it was a show that was on Sci-Fi, and Netflix got the rights to do the spinoff. Right. But the spin-off, might as well be Canadian. The spinoff doesn't even like have like there's. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I didn't. Wa- I only watched like three episodes of Z Nation, so I don't know if there is real correlation. But like from what I can tell, like the way it's shot, everything, nothing seems like it's in the same kind of universe as the other show. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Well, well what did you watch this week, Brandon? Um, I watched the Animatrix. Hell yeah. Uh, I haven't watched that since I was a fucking kid. <laughs> Me neither. That sounds familiar. What um, is Animatrix? It's the, it's, it's the Matrix, but anime. It's the animated... Uh. Uh, it's the animated... What do you call... Anthology film. Yeah, they're like little bits of... They're like little Matrix stories... Mm-hmm. That like I think one of them is like a prequel. One of them isn't like T- two of the, there's like a big long chunk of it that is like literally just an animated version of how we went from inventing AI to becoming enslaved by the robots. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Um, and then there's a bunch of little vignettes of like there's one where it's like there's because they talk about in the first movie there's a glitch in the matrix or whatever mm-hmm. and that will like be like deja vu or some weird like ghost or whatever right and people think it's a ghost but it's actually a glitch in the matrix there's one where it's like this weird abandoned house that just like physics is wrong so kids like play and they can kind of fly around and mm-hmm. then like um men in black come and like shut it down and like erase their memories or whatever right um there's one really weird one where there's this guy who just runs really fast mm-hmm. and it's like he's the only person who's ever found out about the matrix just from like thinking too hard. (laughs) (laughs) Like he's just like running so fast and, and like focusing so intensely on things. He just like breaks the fabric of his dream and then like wakes up in the pod and then they like put him back to sleep and then he's like crazy for the rest of his life. I wish they made one about, um, what was this guy's, the real actor's name, the guy who plays Cyrus. Cyrus. Yeah. uh, Cypher. Joey Pantalone. Pants alone, yeah. Joey Pants. Joey, Joey Pants. Pantel- Pantaliano. Uh, I don't yeah, know. I wish they made one about him like actually getting plugged back into the Matrix and just like getting pussy and like being an actor <laughs> and like eating steaks all the time. But he doesn't. Shit. He gets killed. <laughs> he doesn't. He gets. I know. I was trying to remember that the other day. Actually, I was like, it's like, does he get plugged back in? I no. hope he did. There's a Nick. This is a Nick Milton move that I like mm-hmm. to do. Is I sometimes like to take an actor in two different things and just pretend like it's one story. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So with The Matrix, what you could do is Joey Pants gets plugged back in, then start watching the seasons he was on of The Sopranos. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> and just pretend, just watch it thinking to yourself, this is what he got. This is The Matrix. Yeah. Right. And he got plugged back in, and this is who he is now. Well, I was going to say, in the opposite order, that's what he was before there he you got go. unplugged. And like you know, when he dies, start watching the Matrix. Yeah, exactly. So so so. Um, and then Morpheus the comes in. and He's like, "What if I told you mm-hmm. everything you know was a lie?" He's like, "Good, I hate this. <laughs> 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 I don't care about this horse. Just because I fucked a whore. I fucked a whore, and everyone's mad." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then when they put him back in, he's in the fugitive, and he's a cop in oh, Chicago. Yeah, like, this is way better for me. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. And then he's in U.S. Marshals. Yeah. Just, do, yeah, just do that with every Joey Pants movie. It's just like they're oh, all part of the same now continuum. He's, now he's a cop, and he's like, "Oh, I'm a cop again." And then <laughs> this is then, too much. Cop. Then Will Smith and Martin Lawrence walk in, <laughs> and he's like, "I'm liking this." I'm, yeah, I, I'm thinking I like this. I'm thinking I'm staying yeah, in this I'm, one. I'm thinking I'm bad. <laughs> Yeah, anyway, so The Matrix is, uh, it's really interesting because I feel like The Animatrix was this thing that people were like, okay, that's cool. Yeah. But yeah, like yeah. going back and knowing who all these people are, like it's it's guys who worked on like Akira mm-hmm. and Eon Flux and just like the best animators in the world. Yeah. It didn't really pop when it came out. Well, it was only on DVD. Yeah. Like it didn't come out in the theater. Like they'd put one in front of that shitty Stephen King movie, Dreamcatcher. Mm-hmm. Um, that is... <laughs> I have watched every. I've read almost every Stephen King book. Oh, really? Uh, and I've watched almost every Stephen King film. 
Dreamcatcher is an up there with the that is cream of the crop stinker. <laughs> <laughs> it's a movie about uh, eels that go in your asshole. Yeah, because is that's like, really <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're like um, Night of the Creeps. Yeah. Which, and they like oh, Night whoosh. of the Creeps. Man, I wish we would have watched that. That would have been good. <laughs> if, you guys have, if you guys ever have me on again, let's watch Night of the Creeps. All right. Oh, yeah, the I love greatest Night of the trailer <laughs> ever. Night of the Creeps. Night of the Creeps. Have you ever seen um, Halloween 3? Yeah. Okay, you know who's the main guy in Halloween 3? Season of the Witch. Season of the, the Witch. The, We're not talking Michael Myers. This is the one where John... The, the it's the weird one, yeah. Yeah, because originally Halloween was going to be a different movie every time. Yeah. Right. Which would have been cool. when the third one didn't do well, they're like, no, just go back. Never to mind, yeah. actually. Never mind. And then, we were kidding. Yeah, and then John, Car- <laughs> John Carpenter's like, yeah, then I'm just not going to do it anymore. <laughs> um, uh, the guy that's in that is in the movie Night of the Creeps. He plays the cop, right? Mm-hmm. And it's about these space aliens that are little, like, slugs. Okay. And, like, they go in your mouth or any way they can get inside you, and then they turn you into zombies. Kind of like shivers. Right. So in the trailer... And I remember this as a kid because you know when you're a kid you had VHSs. Yeah. yeah. You had to always watch the same. If you watched if the same movie all the time, you were watching the same trailers. Sure. Oh hell yeah! And for Monster Squad, if you know the movie Monster uh-huh. Squad, yeah, yeah, yeah. this was in the trailers on the VHS for Monster Squad. Is uh, it's prom night, and all the boys that are going to meet all the girls at this house are on this bus together, like partying and the bus tips over. Cause like a zombie person walks out and the <laughs> bus driver goes, ah, and he like <laughs> crashes. That's when they all go into the bus, like out of the zombie person, like he unleashes yeah. on all the boys. So then the final thing in the trailer is that guy from Halloween and he's a cop wearing a trench coat and he's smoking a cigarette and you just see him. He looks out the window, pulls the shade back and he goes, I got good news and I got bad news girls. <laughs> And they're like, what is it? And he goes, well, the good news is your dates are here. And you see some girl, she's literally twirling gum on her finger. She goes, what's the bad news? And he goes, they're dead. <laughs> and, I all, and then it's just this, this total 80s guy voice going, Night of the Creeps. Incredible. That's great. They're dead. They're dead. I like that movie a lot. The animation thing you were saying, though, they did that for uh, The Dark Knight, too, I think. Did they really? They like made Tales a, from they Gotham made like or a, some shit? Yeah, they made a thing where it was like they got a bunch of different um, animators to make a bunch of stories that were before and after The mm-hmm. Dark Knight. So like, or basically before Batman Begins. Or I think it was actually, it wasn't for Dark Knight, it was for Batman Begins. So it was oh, okay. stories of like what happened when Bruce was training, and then there was a couple once Batman Begins ends, like things that happened and... I remember those were really cool. I've never was into the Matrix that much, so I didn't. Yeah, I actually, um, I saw. I was reminded of Enter the Matrix, mm-hmm. which was a video game that is a story that is taking place during Reloaded with Jada Pinkett Smith's character, uh-huh. who's like barely in the movie, but the game explains what happens while that shit is happening. Right. Um, and I was like, oh yeah, that was really interesting. And then so I wanted to rewatch the Animatrix and see how it held up because I. I don't know if you know this, but I love all three of them. Like I'm, I think that three is also just as good as the one. I've only seen the first one. I think they're really worth watching, and I think a lot of people didn't like them mostly because they didn't understand what was going on. Yeah. Um, and it was so anime. Like the 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 second and third movies are just anime movies, like right, but live okay. action. Um, but I think if you watch them going into them like being like this is a weird sci-fi philosophical anime shit, like it's awesome. Um. So I went back and watched the Animatrix and was just like, we didn't deserve them at the time. Like yeah. they were just putting so much work and all this lore and exploring every single fucking idea, like concept that you could think of for, th- sure, for yeah. that, you know, stuff. And it was just, you know, and it was just being wasted on like idiots like me and my <laughs> friends who are just like, we have like an anime club where we <laughs> watch, um, we watched Fist of the North Star last week. This yep. week we're going to watch the Animatrix. Vampire Hunter next, D next, next week. Yeah, next week Vampire <laughs> Hunter. And yeah, just like idiots who are just like watching it just like cool action. <laughs> what else did the sisters make? Uh, they did Speed Racer, which is insanely underrated. Incredible film. Not kidding. <laughs> and uh, Cloud Atlas. Cloud Atlas. Which everybody hated. Which I love. Because they did blackface sort of the, with the Koreans. Face. <laughs> did, yeah. With who? Who does? Who does it? Everyone. Everyone, Everyone does in Korean the movie face, does. Yeah. It's like slightly uh, epicanthic folds. Yeah. Um, 
But are they aliens or are they actually Asian? It's just in the future where everyone is sort of like... Where everyone's Asian. Everyone's Asian. Um, Hell yeah. (laughs) Oh, no, but actually there is... Nice. Nice. There is white face. Like Halle Berry is like in white face and then someone else is in like... It's all... Is it like Chappelle show white face? Like powder white? (laughs) I do think that's an interesting concept though of like... It's a fantastic movie. Yeah. But then you have to make... You have to come up with something that's just not white. Yeah, the problem with doing the one race thing is, yeah, it's it's like we don't have the... If it's the, not all white people, then it... Well, if it's all white people, that's going to be a problem. Well, Two, <laughs> anything you try to create using features of multiple races, you're only going to use comedically... Like, right. I think yeah, it, yeah, because yeah. that's what separates all of us is the comedically funny parts of our faces. Right. Yeah, like yeah, the yeah. only like, <laughs> the, like you can't point out anything that's like distinctly white without being like, oh, he's got no ass. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no lips. Yeah. Nobody has asses in the future. That's what they took from the white race. <laughs> <laughs> I think that movie. Really, I think everything they've done has really worked except Jupiter Ascending, which I haven't seen. Is oh. that the one with Channing Tatum as a dog man? That looks. Terrible. I know. As a dog man? What do yeah, you mean as like a dog a, man? He's like a furry. He's like, mo- a, he's like a mog, you know? Like no. Some, yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. He's like, uh, you know, John Candy. and um, Like Barf yeah, from yeah, Spaceballs. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or the um, from uh, uh, Tank Girl. Yes. He's like that. He's got the little ears. and then, like, Or Ben Shapiro. <laughs> or Ben Shapiro, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just like that. Nice. But I think, I, I just think they did such a good job for all, like, all the way through, like, the early 2000s and then kind of just stopped. And then Matrix 4 is supposedly coming out, like, this year. Yeah. Although, like, who done. knows now? I mean... It, no, it's done. No, I know, but I mean, like, who knows now with the Delta variant? <laughs> that thing that we're all afraid of. We're all afraid. <laughs> We're all worried about the because Delta. Because none of us are vaccinated. <laughs> <laughs> we're just, and we're only like inches apart from each other. That's right. right. We're well, using we all, one microphone. We yeah. all have bubbles around ourselves, but we are all huddled around one microphone. No, we're all in, in like Star Wars style like back tanks. to tanks yeah, yeah back to tanks <laughs> we're in like water with like little face masks on that has the microphone built into right. it it's actually really amazing that jeremy is able to get the sound of this crisp yeah even though we're talking through you know breathing masks yeah folks at home you should be <laughs> uh you should be praising me much more for my audio engineering prowess <laughs> somehow cutting out all the bubbles all the bubble sounds <laughs> the sound of the doctor coming by every so often tapping on the glass and saying like he looks well <laughs> today <laughs> <laughs> oh, isn't that how the robot talks? He's oh, like, you're right. It is a robot. You're... <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, robot. <laughs> See you later. Right. IG88, real robot from Star Wars. <laughs> All right. Anyway, this week we talked about, uh, we watched a movie called Black Dog. Black starring Dog, yeah. Patrick Swayze from 1998. Directed by Kevin Hooks. What year did you say? 1998. Okay. I was going to say. I did my research on this. It's Swayze. (laughs) Travis Tritt. Or no, not Travis Tritt. I'm sorry. um, Randy Travis. Randy Travis. Randy Travis and Meatloaf. And that's kind of it. I don't know anybody else in it. Who's Um, the mom? Actually, there's two people. Oh, the FBI guy is somebody. There's four notable people I can give you. Okay. One. Let's go. um, The uh, wife. Okay. Is the uh, O. Henry candy bar heiress from Seinfeld who oh, wears the bra she, under her yeah. jacket? Oh, okay. she's Sue yes. Ellen Mitsky. Sue Ellen Mitsky. <laughs> yeah. Um, the black guy who is is he a ATF or FBI? The driver? No, the guy who's with who gets them or shot. The no, no, cop. The, no, no. The guy who there's the um, the three people I have left here to give <laughs> well, you info all the, on. Everybody who's in the FBI is black in this movie. That's right. Okay, and so, Stephen Toblowski, Ned Ryerson from Groundhog Day. Okay, yes. I was going to bring him up, um, but I also had something about him that I was I find very funny. <laughs> okay. uh, the black guy who's from the FBI, uh, he had a show called Rock okay. on Fox when I was a kid. <laughs> okay. And the woman, she's like a big villain in one of the seasons of Orange is the New Black. Oh. Um, is her name which Aaron she Broderick? Popped a little, way later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but the white oh, guy yeah. who's part of the ATF, he has one of my favorite Steven Seagal stories really he was in glimmer man okay which is oh my god it's a great steven seagal <laughs> um i'm a big fan of steven seagal and i've watched all his films and i've i've pretty much watched every interview you can find on the internet of people talking about their experiences with steven seagal <laughs> okay. oh man and this guy has one of the best 
So in the beginning of Glimmer Man, that guy plays um, like a child murderer. Okay. Yeah. And the whole thing is like the movie's supposed to start out with you find out about Stephen Skull because this guy goes into a church and there's a gun standoff. Like he's got a knife and he's going to kill a priest or something. Mm-hmm. And Seagal has to kill him. So this guy tells the story <clears throat> that when he's on set, everybody keeps telling him, don't talk to Steven Seagal. Like, <laughs> right. And it's not because like Steven doesn't want to talk to him. They're like, we're going through, there's a situation right now. We'd like you to stay away from Steven. And he's like, okay. So then one day Steven comes walking up to him and he starts talking about the scene. And what he had found out was that this is around the time Steven Seagal became a Buddhist. Okay. Oh, hell and yeah. And Seagal started rethinking about the idea of violence in his movies. Mm-hmm. So Seagal's whole thing, and also, by the way, his character in Glimmer Man not, wasn't originally supposed to be a Buddhist. That was something that had to be changed like weeks before the shooting. <laughs> like there's a lot of shit in that movie that was not supposed to go the way it was that they had to change on the fly. Okay. So. Right. He, he plays a CIA agent and an LAPD lieutenant. In the movie. <laughs> right. With Keenan Ivory Reigns. Mm-hmm. So um, they're going to shoot this scene. And Seagal comes up to him and he goes, hey, I was thinking about this the other day. I was thinking, what if I don't kill you? <laughs> and he's like, well, um, okay. Uh, <laughs> this isn't really my area. I, 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 don't really, I don't really have any say. He goes, yeah, but I'd like your opinion on it. And then, like, it becomes this whole thing. And like, he goes and tells like the director about this conversation. They're like... Oh my God. Like we like he's got to kill you. Like that's how the, like that create, we have so much stuff that we've already filmed where we reference him killing you. (laughs) And he's like, yeah, I get it. But like, he's telling me he wants me to do it different. So finally he's like, I go to Steve and I go, here's a question. What if you killing me is for the greater good? (laughs) Like he's trying to like reach him out. Yeah. 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 He's He's like, what if you are an instrument of God? And, the greatest thing you can do for not just society, but also for me as this person who is tortured by this need to do these horrible things is release me. And Seagal goes, that's a good point. (laughs) (laughs) So Seagal is like, sure, let's do it. So they shoot the scene the way it's supposed to be shot. Then he says like weeks later, he gets a phone call and they're like, Hey, we need you to come in and do some audio work. And he's like, why? And he's like, Steve made a stink about like, they said that throughout the rest of the filming of the movie, they would have scenes where they'd bring up like, hey, remember when you killed that that child murderer in the church? And Seagal would just be like, literally would ad lib and go, he's still alive. And like, <laughs> they had to, so they just gave up and they were like, they're like, fuck it. We're just gonna we're just gonna say that the guy's alive. So he had to come into a studio and he has to do a thing where like there's a moment like if you watch it after Steven Seagal's standing over him, he had to like do a line where he says like <laughs> like he says something like he's like, oh, thank you, or something like dumb, like some kind of line that lets you know he's not dead from the gunshots. Yeah. And then they just went with the movie. So that guy then becomes Ned Ryerson yeah. uh, from Groundhog Day. Doing a million things. He's also a memento. Yeah. And he's the ATF agent. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's incredible. Thank right. you for not killing me. Thank you for not killing me. <laughs> oh man, what a fucking freak that guy is. Wow. Uh we could do a whole thing on that, but but and um, we should watch the Steven Seagal movie at some I point. I don't want to. But <laughs> Oh, come on, there's some good ones. I'll give some recommendations. I've seen so many. Um anyway. So this movie, Black Dog, is with Patrick Swayze. He plays a truck driver Mm -hmm. who was in prison, and we find out later for running vehicular manslaughter. Maybe he can. And when we start the movie, he's a couple of weeks out of prison. He's got a new job at a truck repair shop. His boss comes up to him and says, "Hey, I heard you used to drive a truck." And he says, "Not anymore. My license is suspended." And he says, "I would love to send you on a mission, nevertheless." A mission from God. Not to correct you, okay. but his boss doesn't just say, I heard you can drive a truck. He says, I heard you can drive an ice truck through hell on the 4th of July. <laughs> yeah. Which, to me, I had to write that down. I was like, 
That's a good one. <laughs> that is one of the better, like, describe how cool and badass a guy is lines I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And what happens on the 4th of July in hell? They do, <laughs> and why like, is it an fire? ice road truck? <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't any truck be the same? No, but you, you gotta, you gotta in s- hell. Um, make it not melt, I guess. Yeah, right. It's, it's, um, he's carrying ice. Anyway, so he says, like, I need you to drive this truck. And he's like, uh, I don't know, man. I don't drive anymore. He's like, dude, you should do it anyway. I don't do that anymore. And he goes home and he's talking to his wife and his wife is like, oh, you shouldn't drive a truck. You know, it sucks. And he's like, but we're, I saw this note and our house is getting foreclosed upon. By the way, that acting in that scene. <laughs> Unreal. <funny>. Unreal. <laughs> Patrick Swayze, what a fall from fucking grace this he's movie is. He's phoning it in so hard the whole movie. I had to go to movie. his IMDB during that. There's a point in the movie where I'm on his IMDB just like, <laughs> what? When did, is this when the wheels fell off? And it's like, before this is too Wong Fu. <laughs> But oh, wow. before Tu Wong Fu is like just this kick-ass lineup of yeah. just monster movies, does Tu Wong Fu, Black Dog, and then literally everything else is straight to DVD. Yeah, wow. I bet it's like he did he did Tu Wong Fu and he's just like, you know what? He also doesn't look good in this film. He does not, know. He he's... looks like a Team America World Police puppet. <laughs> He looks, yeah, it looks like he's far his away. His face has yeah. like a weird shape. Like his face looks puffy, but his body doesn't look muscular like it usually does. Yeah. And what's crazy about it is that despite being a terrible actor in this and phoning it in completely, he is far and away the best, the best actor, actor in, in the, the movie. Yeah. <laughs> well, I feel like some of like some of the... Meatloaf is having a lot of fun, oh, well, but no, he no, 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 is, no, no, no. He we'll is get to so bad. But, <laughs> no, but, but the FBI agents like in the office, uh-huh. like they're doing a really bog standard like 90s action you know like the very serious black lady being like we sure gotta we got a man in there and yeah. we don't blow his cover unless Steven we Tablowski absolutely have to but the, the white good, dude is so bizarre what a weird choice that is to have him be like a therapy guy what were yeah, you know, those kooky atfs <laughs> yeah what yeah. were they trying to say about the atf they're just anyway. inner office like so that's Drama? the the preamble to the movie is that the ATF and the FBI are are looking for a gun runner and they accidentally blow up the truck and they're like, damn, we lost him. All right, back to square one. So Patrick Swayze gets sent on this mission. He goes down to Georgia to get this truck and he he's taking it from Meatloaf who runs a truck place down there and he's like all right see you later i'm going off with this truck uh, by the way you got to go with randy travis who's got to drive with you and then we got two guys in the car behind you they're driving and then almost instantly meatloaf is on their tail trying to kill them so okay did i miss anything yeah so this is the thing the plot happens before it tells you it's happening yeah like it, what from what i understand and it is a little confusing. Like, all of a sudden, Meatloaf is just trying to kill him yes. for no reason. He's trying to hijack You the... find out later why, but... Do we actually find out? He's trying He's trying to intercept the guns. Yeah, that Which, we by know. by the way, if we're going to talk about confusing... <laughs> I went into this movie thinking this was like Cannonball Run. Okay. I had no idea this was a film about gun running. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, I'm thinking, oh, this is, it's, uh, what's his name? Uh, who'd we say the country singer? Travis Tritt. Travis, Tr- no, not Travis Randy Tritt. Travis. Randy Travis. I'm thinking, oh, Randy Travis and like Meatloaf and Patrick Swayze, you're like these guys who are just driving across country oh, getting sure. hijinks. I mean, in my memory, <laughs> this is like Smokey and the Bandit. Yes. I watched this when I was a kid. I loved this when I was a kid. Okay. Had you seen this movie? Never. Oh, so this is a you pick. This is a me pick. Okay. I, I wanted something stupid that we could watch and laugh at. And this is one of those ones, we've talked about this a million times, where there's like stuff you watched as a kid that you're just like, that rules. That movie is great. <laughs> yeah. And then you look it up on Wikipedia and it's just like at the at the reception yeah. thing. It's just like it's like critically panned. People said it was real stupid. <laughs> 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 yeah and uh this felt like something that one of you had watched a lot when you were young yeah this was um, i was obsessed with this movie when i was a kid and that's like so something i wanted to bring up in this movie in terms of just like general style how obsessed is the fucking director with the trucks he loves the trucks. <laughs> he loves the loves trucks. The so trucks. much coverage of every mundane detail of the truck okay. <laughs> just like shots of swayze like Plugging in things. Oh, yeah. Lifting Flipping, up the little brake thing. Flipping the switches. <laughs> that's why, like, as a clutch. kid, as, as, like, a, you know, as, like, a little autistic gearhead, I was watching this just uh-huh. like, oh, this rules. I love the trucks. <laughs> he loves the trucks, ladies and gentlemen. I love the trucks. <laughs> 
Yeah, so it's like Meatloaf is this preacher, Reverend Red or something. Yeah, who you just know sees lot lizards. Yeah, uh-huh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, this is a guy that's picking up girls. At, yeah, he's getting his yeah. dick sucked. <laughs> <laughs> so he is like very sleazy from the moment you see him, and you think this is where the okay. So I just want to say the interactions with Patrick Swayze and his wife are, you know, like phoned in, but like fairly charming. Mm-hmm. Uh, they seem like they like each other, and it's nice. The interactions with Randy Travis and him in the truck are like bog standard, like buddy cop yeah. kind of, bu- you know, buddy truck driver kind of, you know, interactions where he's singing and he's like, "Shut up, I want to listen to the music." Like, there's stuff in this movie that feels like, okay, this is a movie, and then all <laughs> of a sudden, Meatloaf comes like screaming down the. The, the highway and is like I'm taking the guns and you're like what are we talking about yeah because this is the thing is it's like it's like plot wise they don't explain why Meatloaf is trying to steal the guns he's just trying to steal the guns and Meatloaf is again the guy who gave him the truck of guns to begin with right if he wanted to just take the guns he could have just taken the guns when he had them at his place I that's get- true but what I can't explain just from knowing other films that do this the right way okay. uh-huh. is the point is is if he sends it out and it gets robbed, he's off scot-free. Oh, sure. But almost instantly, Patrick Swayze's talking to the guy back in New Jersey and saying like, hey, uh, by the way, Meatloaf is trying to steal these guns. And he's like, well, if you can't <laughs> like handle said, a little done Meatloaf. Well, if it's done well. <laughs> right. And then so for some reason that now I get lost. So you're going to have to help me explain okay. this because... Once that happens, the movie is off the rails. <laughs> it's because, completely off the rails. Because it's just Meatloaf trying to hijack the truck and then over and over. But then there's also the the bad guys who are his boss who go yes. to his old house and like fuck with his wife and kids. Mm-hmm. And, and my favorite part of when the when the bad guys show up to kidnap is the wife. Her way to get away is she throws a rag in the guy's <laughs> face and he reacts like it's boiling water. <laughs> Like yeah. I was doing this thing where when I was watching it at home, when she throws it and it hits him in the face for like five minutes after, I'm like, ah, hot towel, hot towel. I was just like walking around my apartment. I kept touching stuff in our apartment going, ah, it's so hot. Don't throw this in my face if you're ever trying to. One of, it, one of the times it's just laundry. Like she throws a yeah, big it's a yeah, thing of laundry. Of laundry. It's yeah, a yeah, basket yeah. of laundry. When it hits me, it goes, Great if like because then when she goes out the door the main bad guy's there and she stopped right and the other guy comes behind her I always, I thought I was thinking it'd be really funny if like when he walked behind you, you saw his face was all burned <laughs> from from the hot laundry from the hot laundry yeah so so their washer and dryer is a little broken yeah. so they're driving this truck full of guns and Meatloaf is trying to get them and then he's on the phone with his boss back in New Jersey his boss back in New Jersey is like by the way in case this wasn't enough pressure for you <laughs> I have also kidnapped your wife and daughter and if you don't bring me the guns in a timely manner I will uh, murder them right in Meatloaf's very... boss does that it's Patrick Swayze's boss too it's Patrick oh yeah it's the same guy oh right right so he's the gun runner we also don't know what he's doing with the guns he just wants them right it's like three You're million dollars worth of guns what Probably gonna sell them. Yeah, yeah, sure. But I mean, it's like in a better movie, they'd be like, "And I'm, I'm funding the terrorists," or, or like, yeah, 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 yeah. I, "Newark is uh, riddled with crime, and I'm here to sell them the guns to do it." It's like <laughs> because something. in this country, when a semi-automatic gun, don't add inches to your dick. <laughs> it just adds time to your sentence. <laughs> Something, anything. Just a little Jack Nicholson from The Departed. That's uh, anything to chew on, anything at all. Just something to he be like, by the them. way, this is why Red wants the guns back. This is why the guy wants the guns to begin with. This is why everybody is willing to murder Patrick Swayze's whole life over this. <laughs> Everything about this is just like, who cares? Get more footage of the truck. Yeah. <laughs> now... We're saying who cares, right? This is not a glowing review of this film for anybody that might watch it. Uh Yeah. And as I said earlier, a fun thing I like to do, pretend an actor is continuing a film. Oh, sure. I watched this movie about 10 minutes in under fully believing that this was a sequel to Roadhouse. (laughs) Oh, okay. And that Dalton quits being a world famous bouncer and settles down. And then uh, goes to jail and comes out, and this is his life. Yeah. Another thing I did, I stopped thinking it was guns 
I started thinking, this is a 90s movie, Tamagotchis. <laughs> There's a bunch of Tamagotchis in the truck. Okay. And that's what he's moving. And they really, Meatloaf really wants these Tamagotchis. Uh, my kid's crazy about them. Yeah, my kid's He's trying to get, it's close to Christmas. He's Here. figuring he's going to make a big windfall if he can get all these Tamagotchis. I can and sell, sell them for $10 a piece. Exactly. Yeah. I was thinking uh, for that exercise, you could do Meatloaf survives at the end. Of, uh, of Rocky Horror Picture Show? <laughs> no, no, no. At the end, well, so he survives at the end of this after he gets hit by the train. And, oh, uh, right. But he's like very, very badly injured by getting hit by a train, mm-hmm. right? And they take him to the hospital and they're like treating his burns and his broken bones and whatever. And they're like, Red, we've saved your life by just a hair. You know, you've got a whole new lease on life. Unfortunately, we've also found a lump on your left testicle and <laughs> you have <Yep>. cancer. <laughs> And so then he becomes Bob in Fight Club. Robert Paulson. (laughs) He's got a new lease on life, but he also, you know, now is like, you know, sick and dying and like. And he has bitch tits. And he's got bitch tits, yeah. (laughs) Okay, okay. See, I was going to say with Meatloaf, just start watching uh, Roseanne. Okay. And imagine that he settled down with John Goodman and raised a family in Chicago. Either or. Early Roseanne. She started looking cute towards the end. <laughs> yeah, but those early right. days. Same person. She's very meatloaf. It's weird. Meatloaf looked more uh, ladylike when he was young. Mm-hmm. And the older he got, he became more manly. Right. Rosie, or Roseanne, kind of manly at young, got more ladylike as the show went on. Interesting. You're absolutely right. They intersect. <laughs> I don't know what Roseanne looks like now. Roseanne's a babe. <laughs> I don't think anyone agrees with you. No, I don't think anyone agrees with you. Um, I just like Roseanne because she just smokes cigarettes constantly. <laughs> and yeah, what else can shit. you do? So you know what was funny about this movie too is uh, I feel like everybody is a video game character in this. Okay. Um, it had a very video gamey sort of a vibe to me where like everything that happens, like all the little problems that they have throughout their journey are all like little missions, right? They're little like events that happen that like mm-hmm. you navigate your way through and you're like, okay, the level's over. Great. Very Grand Theft Auto. Very Grand Theft Auto. But then the other thing I was thinking is in the, in a similar spirit to Grand Theft Auto is how like uh, Meatloaf's character has like cut scenes where you see him like drive up the car and be like, if you want something done right, you gotta do it yourself, right? <laughs> and so he has like fully fleshed out scenes like those, but then when he's driving next to them, he just has like one thing he can say. <laughs> like, he just says like, yeah, a Bible like, thing, Bible thing, <laughs> God will Bible God. thing, <laughs> By the way, Meatloaf, I've never seen this in a movie before. And I don't know how somebody... I don't know. This feels like it's so badly done that it had to be Meatloaf giving a director a hard time that he was <laughs> going to keep doing it no matter what. <laughs> he is in his truck, right? Meatloaf is in the left lane, let's say. Okay. Swayze's in the right lane. So Swayze is on his passenger side. Meatloaf... Instead of shooting through the passenger window, oh, he's doing it over the he top. He reaches out of his driver's <laughs> window and just is aimlessly firing into the air. I love that though. That's such a weird little character quirk. I know. He must be like it must be that he's like left-handed or something. It has to be. <laughs> it's so funny though. But it was so distracting the whole time. I'm like, just sh- you can you have a clear shot at him through the window of the passenger side. <laughs> Your gun is pointing in the air when you go out this way. You're not hitting anything. Well, you can't kill him. Can't kill Swayze. You can't kill yeah. Swayze. Except for pancreatic cancer. That, that'll get him. Yeah, that'll get him. That'll get anybody. That's how Meatloaf got his revenge. So, <laughs> Meatloaf's Revenge, the third album. Um, <laughs> so did you, did you guys like anything about this movie at all? No. So I liked this movie. You had fun? I liked it. I mean, I think it's stupid as hell, but I had a good time. I like mean, the, the action sequences are pretty good. Once I, so I wasn't really sure what I was going to, what I was getting going in. Yeah. You know, I was like, is this going to be a, a secret gem that has like a lot of fun, you know, is it just great all the way through? Cause that, you know, that could be, mm-hmm. or is it just going to be something so bad? I'm going to laugh at it. And once I sort of realized that it was just like, a mediocre movie with a lot of truck action uh-huh. that I was like, well, there is a lot of truck action. There's a lot and, of truck action. And a lot of it is very cool. Um, but then I sort of started feeling like, like when the black FBI guy gets shot, I was mm-hmm. like, Oh no, 
that guy. <laughs> and then he was like, I'm actually FBI. And I was like, oh, shit. How did he even get in the car at that point? I don't even remember. Um, <laughs> but then, like, what really confused me was then... I was like, I don't know if I like this movie when because it, it starts ending and then they're driving away in the truck. Right. And I was like, this isn't really a very good ending. And then fucking Meatloaf out of nowhere, T-Bone. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, surprise, I actually just am mad at you. I have the power of God, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. I don't sense. even care about the guns anymore. I just want to hurt you and your family. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then that's fun. So I don't know. I mean, it, I wouldn't. I don't think I'd recommend it. I don't it. think I would recommend it, no. But, but I, mean, I didn't mind it. It's, I would... But it is like a, it's a fun like end of an era sort of a thing, right? Where it's like, this is the last of that type of movie where they do big practical yeah. uh, action know, scenes with like that. stunt drivers and they're like flipping real trucks and like they're really like sending them down. The what, When the fucking car truck goes down the ravine, you're like, oh, hell yes, dude. <laughs> Send it. Send it down. <laughs> Show me all the cars crashing off of it. Oh my god! I think my problem was it just wasn't. It was. It was too in the middle. Okay. It wasn't like it wasn't good, and it wasn't so bad that I like I can enjoy bad. Right. This and I think the big problem is weirdly enough is Swayze Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. if you had a bad actor in that role. I think this movie is bad enough that you're like, this is bad good. It should have been Randy Travis. He should have been the main if guy. Ra- yes. Because Randy <laughs> Travis is so god-awful. Yes. <laughs> There's a couple funny things, but I agree with you, Nick. Not enough for it to be a, like, watch this because it's so funny. Right, yeah. But there's a couple things where that are like, God, there's like an older guy who like Dutch zooms on him. He's like, ah, and then <laughs> there's like a couple really funny shots that made me laugh, but it's not enough. There's some to funny watch stuff like that. Bad. There's like the just like the bizarre hijinks between the ATF and FBI guy where you're like, what is this doing in here? <laughs> I would have liked it if it was Seagal. Okay. Maybe Van Dam. Mm-hmm. Van Dam always I love the idea of foreign actors being in regular person roles regular right yeah. like, and pretending that they're not like for instance like schwarzenegger that movie he did the last sh- or the last stand where he's a sheriff in texas uh, yeah, you know <laughs> it's just austrian guys who get jobs as sheriffs yeah, yeah, yeah nowhere yeah. towns in texas like i love that there's no there's no austrian community that he's right. in it's just like hello <laughs> Yeah, I'm the yeah, sheriff. Van Damme is Van Damme is the truck driver would be so fucking funny. Just My like, name's John Martin. <laughs> I'm a lo- yeah. I'm a long haul trucker. Yeah. That's also I drive long trucks. I've been I've been taking the long trucks for years, and uh, sometimes what I'll do is I'll go I'll go far far distances, and then I come back. And my family, my parole officer, I have 15 hours to get this truck full of guns down to uh, downtown before my parole officer finds out. Yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger did that a lot in the early 2000s, late 90s, like the sixth day where he's just like a middle class. Everyone he knows is white. Yeah. He's like, there's no one around. Like, he's just like. Yes, I am a regular average American. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in um, Jingle All the Way. Yeah. It's like his neighbor is like Phil Hartman, and like everybody around suburb. him is just like American white people, and he's just like, and I'm Austrian. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> I was Would born like- in Sioux City, Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> my father owned a hardware store, and my mother was a teacher. Which is like. Sioux City is such boy. a good. Sioux City is such a good pull. <laughs> yeah, that would be good. But you're right. Patrick Swayze is too good. I think yeah, that's what ruined it for me is because like Swayze's like it's clearly he's phoning it in like you said. Yeah. But he's still good enough that he passes. Like mm-hmm. he floats in this movie, and they're trying to give him like pathos with like the black dog. There's like all these fucking. Yeah. Like, by the way, that comes up at like what an hour into the fucking <laughs> yeah. movie. Well, yeah, he like, has... By the way, this is why the movie's oh, called Black Dog. And I love how the, the one character goes, "That's retarded." <laughs> that one character, like him and Randy Travis, have this moment where they're like, "The legend of the black dog," and then there's just like a third guy in the car just goes, "Uh, yeah, that's retarded." <laughs> And like that's how they just like move and then they just move on 1998 like, yeah they just cut the Swayze just sitting there looking back at him like 
Fuck you. Yeah, it is kind of retarded. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he has like a he has a a surrealist dream at mm-hmm. like the first like when he's with his wife yeah. and she, it's just like he's driving and then a black dog is in the middle of the road yeah. and he's like looks at him and it looks at him and then it like jumps up into the windshield. Well, the, thing is, yeah. like, the thing is, Randy Travis says he goes. Uh, you saw the dog, didn't he you? Goes, yeah, because he goes. I went to jail, vehicular homicide, and it's like literally not even two seconds goes by. Like he doesn't not have time for him to piece it together. Yeah, it's just I mean, like it could have been any reason that he killed somebody with a car. It didn't even have to even be a truck. It could yeah. have been, like, been Swayze would have been like, yeah, I had a couple glasses of wine and I was driving home. I was home. tired. Yeah, like, yeah. I just there was a kid that I was, was coming home from the Meadowlands. Yeah. I just saw the Giants. And, yeah, like, I had one too many beers and like you I know, kept thinking like, like I swear to God, Bledsoe is going to put me in an early grave <laughs> watching these games. And but immediately he's like. You saw the black dog, didn't you? Yeah. And the then the explanation dog. of like, sometimes men stay up so late when they drive so long that they see a black dog. Look, I've driven, <laughs> like I drove once like 14 hours straight. Uh, you don't see things. You just fall asleep behind yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yes. And it's like, by the way, like, hey, maybe it's not the sleep deprivation. Maybe it's you doing crank <laughs> so that you can drive 18 hours like all truckers do. Yeah. That's what's making you see things. <laughs> no, no, it's the long yeah. hours. And yeah, the, the dark. It's when roads. you get greedy. By the way, can it's I when you up? push yourself too hard. <laughs> yeah. oh, wait, and then they have a dog too. That is a black dog. It's a yeah, black dog, yeah, but he's like unrelated. You, you see him watching a movie. That's your, you're probably thinking, oh, that's the black dog, but no, it isn't. No, 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 no. unrelated at all. Unrelated black dog, different one. I will say the Cute. only thing that really made me like have a hard laugh in this film uh-huh. was the really piss poor way they wrap things up. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you exactly verbatim how this movie ends. Yes, please do. Is after Swayze has led the ATF and the FBI to the bad guy, right? And remember, Swayze is about to lose his house. <laughs> He's about to lose his house. They need to make up $9,000. They got to make $9,000. He's also just basically been part of a a uh, uh, federal crime. Sure. Okay. Even even if he was like unwitting yes. participant, just leaving New like New Jersey already is Broke breaking his ball. Yeah. So he's sitting there uh, on the back of an ambulance. The woman, and because this is all blown up, he's yes. not getting that money. Yes, he's not getting the money. So the guy, the black FBI guy, walks up and he goes, "Well, <laughs> it looks like you're going to skate on this one since you cooperated with us." So you're like, "Okay, so Swayze's not going to jail." And then the woman goes, and also, I think we might have a way of getting you that money for your house. It's like, what? <laughs> what? How? And then the kicker, the kicker is the ATF guy walks up with it. And he goes, "Hey, you want to do us a solid and take the truck?" And he goes, "I don't have a license." And he goes, "Here's your license." And he hands them the keys and some paperwork. And it's like, whoa, 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 what? <laughs> Like, who had the lofty dreams that the FBI is this kind <laughs> yeah. of an organization where they're like, hey. We see that you got wrapped up in you, something. Uh, you got wrapped up in something you didn't belong in. Hey, once, once you realized <laughs> that you were going to go to jail, you really were helpful to us. So yeah, we've got we've got nine thousand bucks kicking around in petty cash. <laughs> we were gonna spend it on murdering a civil rights leader, but like we'll give it to you instead. <laughs> look, you 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 look like nice people. Yeah, yes. You've clearly tr- working very hard to try and you know get through. It's just this like the life. end of uh, Judas and the Black Messiah. It's just the same. It's the same, same ending of how of the movie. FBI is such a great great group of people that want to help guys. people out. Yeah. They gave him a gas station. So kind. <laughs> Remember that? What a nice thing. Right, they did do that. Yeah, yeah. Hey, here's a gas station. Here's a gas station. There's you good can... consistent money in gas stations. Yeah, you know, you teach a man to fish, he'll eat for life. Yeah. That's what they say. Yeah. All right. So we all agree. No recommendation. <laughs> no recommendation. How many all films right. have you recommended? Most of them, Most I feel of the things like. we watch. We usually, oh. we usually pick stuff that we like. Yeah, I um, wanted to watch something stupid and funny with you so we could roast it a little bit. Yeah, because you gave me the option to pick, and I was like, I it was, was torn this or, between um, Commando. 
the ones I gave you were this and uh, Three Thousand Miles to Graceland. There was I've seen that. Th- I knew that sucked. Yeah, and I was like, I'm not gonna watch that again. <laughs> <laughs> but Black Dog, I was like, you know what? I always see that on the on demand section of Stars. Mm. <laughs> Let me give that a watch. That's you always know you're in for a good time in the on demand section of Stars. That's right. That's my last after I've exhausted <laughs> every other streaming service and every other on demand channel. They I go seen to Stars. Every single Netflix. Thing. <laughs> that's where that's where quality is folks is the stars on demand mm-hmm. where quality lives all right thanks so much for coming on the show nick no please problem. uh what was your instagram that you want nick people milton to sees nick milton s-e-e-s mm-hmm. he sees all because back when i used to have twitter it was nick milton says but then i hate twitter mm-hmm. so i got rid of it okay. i have a burner account that no one will ever know whose it is no what? one who's listening to this I have a burner account. ever will except for me and jeremy because <laughs> yeah, we're gonna, gonna twist to it us, out of him yeah. so okay thanks for coming on the show this has been generation loss um please follow me on twitter at kinematography follow jeremy at jeremy thunder follow the show at gen loss pod uh check out our patreon patreon.com slash generation loss where you can get a, an extra bonus episode which we're about to record with nick um it's about movie news we're talking about, about the fucking news. news it's the fucking Not news. movies from 1998 you didn't see <laughs> and you also get uh to ask us to the discord where we show the movie we're going to talk about on the monday on the regular episode so it's a and fun time you can time. speculate about what the secret new project is you can speculate. There's a lot of speculation. Maybe by the time you're listening to this, you know what it is, but probably not. Probably not. I I'm don't know. It. I don't know I'm when it's coming. It. Jeremy's <laughs> making the new black dog. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy. It's, it's called Chinese dog. <laughs> <laughs> has long wanted to be a director and canceled. So, he <laughs> so he's making a... Uh, Patrick Swayze hologram movie called <laughs> Chinese Dog. <laughs> and it's all on Rebel scooters. Yeah. <laughs> no trucks. So you have to move 5,000 guns using one Rebel scooter. <laughs> it's a trailer, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thanks, everybody. See you next time. Bye. He's pounded down, loaded up and trucking. Are we going to do what they say can't be done? Are we got a long way to go and a short time to get there. I'm just like no bandit run. Keep your foot hard on the pedal. Some never mind them brakes. Let it all hang out cause we gotta run to make. The boys are thirsty in Atlanta. And there's beer in Texarkana. And we'll bring it back no matter what it takes. He's pounding down, loaded up and trucking. Are we gonna do what they say can't be done? We've got a long way to go. It's short time to get there. I'm eastbound just watch your